Welcome into Mustache Drinking Podcast. Andrew and Quinn are here with you today. It's a beautiful day outside. It's a beautiful day to talk about something that necessarily doesn't have to have coffee or doesn't have to have liquor in it. Oh, I, I, I ruined the lead. Damn it. Doesn't have to have liquor in it. We're talking about coffee and everything coffee today. Oh, <laughs> you know, we, we had to sip gin last week to get coffee this week, and that's a trade I'll make any day. I don't know if I agree with you, but <laughs> we're done with last week and you're not going to make me sip gin again. So I'm okay with that, I guess. <laughs> Challenge accepted. False. And <laughs> if you send me gin for our shitty liquor episode, I'm going to kill you. Go ahead. I'm putting oh, tonic uh, in it. That, that's fine. I do not accept <laughs> you to sip Taka gin. Oh, God, it sounds so bad. I'm oh. not excited for this. And listeners, you're going to oh. enjoy it. Why does Taka make gin? Why that's does Taka why I, make that's, liquor? That's why I bought it, because I didn't know Taka gin existed. And oh. I was like, oh, that's awful. Well, nip bottle each. Oh, boy, that one's going to hurt. That episode is going to hurt. I think we might have to break that up over a a period of time. We're going to have like (laughs) shitty episode marathon. They're all 10 minutes long. Shitty episodes. (laughs) They're all 10 minutes long because we couldn't make it through more than two bottles. (laughs) And they end with one of us just collapsing. (laughs) Out of we hatred all, both, for what we've done. Oh my god, we both puke at the same time. Oh. oh god. Well, that is not what we're talking about today. We're talking about coffee and all things coffee and coffee liqueur and putting alcohol in your coffee and and all the struggle that we go through when we have coffee in the morning. But I think, I don't think, I'm drinking coffee right now. It's a little late for that, but... My coffee is still packed away in the process of moving, and God, do I want a cup right now? <laughs> I had a little leftover cold brew from uh, Starbucks from yesterday that I put in the fridge because I don't always make it through this large. It's good to have a little coffee the next day and then brewed a pot, and I poured a cup, but I'm not going to drink it because I don't want it anymore. I got my caffeine I wanted out of the cold brew. <laughs> Quick question. How strong do you like your coffee? I do like like dark or like caffeine strong. Uh, so fun fact, if you have ADHD, caffeine doesn't affect you the same way. So I don't care about the caffeine level. Um, so <laughs> it means nothing to me. I mean, like flavor strong. We both like dark, strong, heavy flavors. Yep. Yeah. I, um, Trevor, our guest who is on the hangover cure episode um i pissed him off pretty hard back when we used to live together a few years ago because he would do a double bruise so you'd make a pot of coffee and then pour the coffee back in the reservoir and use that coffee to brew again and i took a sip and i was like oh it's almost strong enough and he was so angry with me. <laughs> I remember talking about that during the, the that episode, and I was just shocked that that was a thing. And then I I was at my girlfriend's house like the weeks after that episode, and I was like, just pour the extra coffee in the back of the pot. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, you need it to be stronger to to, to for your stuff. You want to study tonight? Just double brew it. 
And she did. And she's like, you've ruined me. I'm not going to make anything but double brewed coffee from now on. <laughs> we, we did an experiment where we triple brewed and oh. I told him it was good enough. Um, I think that resulted with him slamming the mug down on the table, yelling, fuck you and walking out <laughs> before coming back to pick up his mug and then walking out again. But what kind of what kind of coffee were you using? Because that I is, think the, he that is used like a medium roast. I use yeah. a dark roast to espresso roast primarily. Yeah. Actually, the uh, a fun story my family likes to tell every once in a while. So when I was in like fifth grade. We lived like half a mile, mile away from a Starbucks. It was the summer and I felt tired. And I was like, you know what? What are you supposed to do when you feel tired? I drink coffee. It's supposed to wake you up. So I went to the Starbucks and I got five shots of espresso. <laughs> um, they asked me how I wanted what? it. And I said black. <laughs> um, and the people working behind the counter were like, hold on. And they called up their buddy and were like, we found the young version of you. And then they took my picture and sent it to him, which was weird. <laughs> but um, so I, I drank that. And then um, so going to like the upstairs of our house, there was like this little landing that was a slightly larger stair before the next two steps up to the actual floor. I fell asleep on that. Oh my God, Quinn, Jesus Christ. Um, and then I woke up like an hour or so later and I was like, huh, coffee doesn't work right. Fast forward, like five years later, found out I had ADHD and doctor was like, yeah, no, caffeine's a depressant for you. I was like, ah, interesting. <laughs> so it helps me focus. Yes. Odd. <laughs> That makes no sense at all. It's because your your brain chemistry gets weird when you got ADD and ADHD. Yeah. Because like uh, caffeine is actually one of the delivery systems, if I'm right, with Adderall. And you're more hmm. likely to have resistance to caffeine if you have ADD and especially ADHD. And I have a pretty high resistance to caffeine. <laughs> which Don't I found like out that? when I tried the energy drink cocaine in like seventh grade the what oh there's an energy drink called cocaine it's a cinnamon flavored energy drink that's about three times as strong as red bull and is an is illegal in most states um or in what many states not most um, fuck? but so there's a shop in town it's like one of the few shops in the twin cities that sold it so me and a couple of friends went and we bought a can and we shared it they were wired as hell. And I was just like, I mean, I feel no more energy than I did before. Whatever. Oh, God. What and it tasted hell? awful. It, like, it's a spicy energy drink. And don't try it. Just stick to coffee. Something good. 750 milligrams of taurine? Not just straight energy? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a hell of a thing. Oh my I, god! I have Why tried the other version that they exist? have, which is their spicy mint, which is much better. I don't know. I think it exists for the memes. four versions now. Oh, there's four versions of it now. How there's are they expanding? Cinnamon cola, spicy, mixed berry, and peach mango. Interesting. I always thought that they kept them, you know, 
not child friendly to keep kids from trying them. Um, <laughs> which not anymore. <laughs> I, I'm now concerned <laughs> because God, people why even the age at which I was when I tried it should not try that. You should not have no God no like oh Jesus. At least we don't have to worry about kids listening to our podcast um, because they shouldn't be. But uh, yeah. If you're really listening be. to this, there don't is... try it. Don't try anything we're talking about today, other than maybe coffee, with your parents' approval. There has, but that being said, there has turn off the podcast. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here, you little shit. It's not for you. <laughs> there is in our, in our demographics, there is a couple eighteen to twenty-one year olds who've listened to the show, which is not okay. <laughs> but uh, this is definitely a twenty-one plus show. So if you're not 21 plus, US, try anything. You know, parts of Europe. Oh yeah, I suppose. that's true. But, oh, I didn't even think about that. Legally yeah. acceptable. Maybe it is legal. Maybe it is a bunch just a bunch of people overseas. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? You can be here. I don't care. We just think in U.S. terms because it's hard not to when you're where we are. Where we are. Um. So I had, like I said, I had a cold brew from Starbucks, which is one of my favorite drinks. I don't get anything, and I get a black cold brew. And I know Quinn would get the same mm-hmm. thing if he went there, probably. I actually get chai tea whenever I go Do to coffee shops. Dirty chai tea or just a chai tea? Just a, either a hot chai or an iced chai. Oh, interesting. Which, interesting. fun fact, saying chai tea is the same as saying tea tea because chai is tea in Russian. But whatever. <laughs> um... I do like their I do like black cold brews. I typically get that when I go to a coffee shop. If I want to like try their what they're like how their brew is. Like if I want to know if their coffee's good, I will just get a black cold brew so I can like try it. Um there's lots of lots of coffee shops that have fantastic black cold brew. Uh surprisingly, Duncan, which I know your wife loves, coffee. which is so disappointing because it's literally just milk. And they ruin every drink you let them make. So if you get a black cold brew from them, it's really good because they can't like cold brew from them in. I think Mashpee and uh, did not like it. Really? (laughs) Nope. Like, so my wife loves them for their donuts and their like smoothie things. Not their oh, coffee. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. She doesn't like their coffee at all because she's not a good coffee fan. Like if if we're in Massachusetts and we're going to get coffee, we're going to Mary Lou's, which is a sugar rush built into coffee. Fair. Like, holy <laughs> fucking sugar levels, man. If you're ever in Massachusetts, you need to go to a Mary Lou's because like it's dessert in a coffee and their, their mm-hmm. thin mint one is magical. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot of sugar. Fair, fair. Yeah, I've, I've watched them do it and like, okay, one spoonful, two spoonful, three spoon, four spoonful. When are you stopping? <laughs> That's too much for me. Um, it's normally too much for me, but they make it good. I had, when I was in Arizona, I had Dutch Brothers and that was really good. It's like a, it's very, it's a very nutty Ooh. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And my friend, you've been to New Orleans, right? Yes. Have you ever tried a chicory coffee? No, we didn't have any coffee down there. I don't really think we just stayed at the hotel for coffee in the morning because of the conference. 
it has chicory root in it, which also makes it nuttier, but can give it like a little bit of a spice feel, and it's pretty Ooh. good. They Was just good? use medium roast coffee, and I wish they used dark roast coffee. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, it's. I know it's disappointing, right? It's like more caffeine, but like, what's the point? I want to taste good coffee. Right, like more caffeine for me is like, oh, awesome, more of something I don't care about. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I the the cold brews brew stronger too, which. Quinn obviously doesn't care about, but the caffeine, you typically get stronger flavors and stronger um, caffeine reaction out of a cold brew coffee. Uh, what's coffee, coffee I like the most, and I'll ask Quinn here in a second, is mahogany blend from Caribou. It's a dark roast. It's a woodsy and rich type of coffee. It is phenomenal. This is like my 100% go-to if I'm drinking a dark coffee. My at-home coffee is always this coffee. It's described as raw honey and a heady, aromatic woodsy, and it's dry, clean, vanilla sweetness. It is so good. And I've had their Obsidian from Caribou, which is a Minnesota company, if you don't know. I didn't love the Obsidian. I thought it was, I didn't think the flavor came out. I thought it was just too dark, almost. It's like a mellower version of of Starbucks Sumatra blend. In my opinion. And I, I don't know if I've had that either. But yeah, it was like you get to those ones where it's like they're making dark roast to make dark roast instead of like, you know what I mean? And yep. like you probably like those, but like it was it was a little much for me, I think if I remember correctly. It wasn't bad at all any means. It just I would rather go a little bit less and get more of a woodsy type with this mahogany type. Um mahogany. It's it, and I just love it. I drink it at home all the time. I put liquor in it all the time. When I needed to study in college, I would drink coffee and whiskey, which was a fine combination. I never drank <laughs> while I had to study in college. Really? No. Well, I guess it would occasionally when I was like proofreading papers, I'd have like a whiskey neat or something, especially when I was proofreading a philosophy paper at like <laughs> 3 a.m. Yeah, that's what it was. It'd be like it was like when it was late and I needed to stay up for a couple more hours to do my like write a paper or finish a big project. And it just like it took that edge off of me being really nervous about the project and not like like stressing out about it and like getting really anxious. It would just take that nerve off and be able to like just do it and not kind of worry about it. When I um when I did a I had to do a like a 80 page report. Um and build a year long workout program for a high school hockey, hockey athlete, male high school hockey athlete. And it took me like a whole month to do because it was like the whole year project for that class. And I went through like five bottles of wine in the (laughs) three or four weekends. I would just like pour glass, then slowly kind of sip on it as I was going, which was nice because it was just a warm glass of wine, you know, it's your just room temperature and you could just slowly kind of drink it as you're working. And it doesn't really get you, you know, drunk or anything instead of like accidentally pouring too much whiskey in your coffee <laughs> it, it lets a little bit of your inhibition go so you feel more confident in what you're writing at the time so you can get more on paper which can certainly be revised later it, exactly you edit you you edit your papers sober <laughs> but i like these woodsy rich coffees i do it like that flavor is fantastic and i know quinn you're gonna go darker and stronger than I am with your favorite. Yep. So my favorite is, I don't remember the specific type of Lavazza coffee. 
Um, my dad gives it to me every once in a while for like a Christmas gift or a birthday gift. Um, cause I don't drink a whole lot of coffee simply for the fact that I don't get the, like the yay let's wake up fact of it. Like me, coffee is more of a, I want to, I, I want something hot to drink at like midnight or 10 before I go to bed. Um, where some people would drink tea, I'll make a cup of coffee, uh, which is weird. And I understand that. <laughs> um, so, um, but I, I think it's the espresso roast from Lavaza. It's super dark and like when it's brewed, it almost gets that like creamy texture that a really good coffee can get where it's silky. Uh, the acid level on it is really low, which is something I look for in a coffee. I don't like super acidic coffees. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, also because it you know helps preserve your teeth by drinking less acidic coffees because acidic coffee actually does a lot of damage to enamel. Um, and yeah, Lavazza is so good. Like I'll make it in, I have a French press because I, I don't make myself coffee often and my fiance is the opposite end of the spectrum with caffeine than me. If she drinks a, like a micro can of Pepsi after 1 PM, she'll be up until 1 AM or later. Jesus. Um, so like last night we ordered pizza and I got a two liter of Dr. Pepper with it. Cause you know, we, we were moving and, didn't want to have to, you know, go out or anything. So just had that delivered and dropped off at our door. And she looks and goes, I really want some, but it's seven. She's like, what? Oh crap. Right. Caffeine. I should have gotten Sprite or Sierra mist, (laughs) but you should have. I always forget about caffeine because to me, it's not a thing that really exists. (laughs) Okay. But so if, like that, my favorite coffee is the Lavazza Espresso. Um, the one I'll probably most often buy for myself is the uh, Starbucks Sumatra, um, or else a Fair Trade Sumatra, um, or sometimes like Coburn's has a blend that's pretty good. Uh, Dunn Brothers has some really good coffees. I actually really like oh, their yes, coffee because they, they roast it all in house. But so good. You have to be very careful which one you go to because sometimes they absolutely suck at roasting it and over roast. So you get a burned coffee, which is the worst possibility in coffee. Okay, no, it's not the worst possibility, but it's just about the worst. Whereas the worst is no coffee. True. Um, but yeah, I, I like a, a real strong coffee. For instance, like back another friend um, that I used to live with, we used to race in the morning to make the, the coffee for one another. <laughs> okay. Um, because he used half as many grounds as I did. And uh, we got into arguments frequently about it where he said I wasted coffee because I made it too strong and wasted grounds doing that. I said he wasted grounds because he made it too weak. He could always water down my <laughs> coffee, but I couldn't dewater his. <laughs> That's true. This is true. Because like 
a cup of my coffee was probably two or three of his. I have a problem. Don't judge me. <laughs> you you don't, but you do like strong coffee, and I but I, I do think like that diner coffee as well. That makes no fucking sense at all, Quinn. It you has a that, special right? place in my heart. The cup it's of ass. coffee where you can drink twelve of them with cream and sugar. Gross. Ugh. It's the only way I'll drink diner coffee is with cream and sugar. But yeah, because it tastes awful. It doesn't taste. <laughs> it's it's brown water. It's semi brown oh, okay. water. Gross. Oh god. Well, with that, we'll move on to our next segment. It's going to be about uh, coffee, alcoholic drinks, putting coffee Ooh. in your drinks, putting things in your coffee. And we'll just roll down the list. I'll start. Quinn, you got the second one. We'll go back and forth. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. So the first one's an Irish iced coffee. Irish coffee in general is fantastic. Uh, we think we bo- I think we both agree on that one. I think I've made it for an episode. I'm pretty sure I made it for the, um, the tr- episode with Trevor. But this one's over ice, which is a little different. Um, it's two ounces of uh, Irish coffee, Tillamore Dew, which is Quinn's choice, obviously. Mm. Two ounces of Irish whiskey, excuse me, Irish coffee. Um, one tablespoon of ground espresso, which I assume dissolves into the drink. Two tablespoons of sugar, two tablespoons of hot water, and then three ounces of cold brew and some fresh cream in there. And it's kind of like a different way to make this uh, Irish coffee. Uh, it sounds really good, um, but it'd be a little bit different with the cold and the cold brew and then the Irish coffee or the espresso grounds just in it to dissolve into it. Very interesting. This would wake you up. This would, this not well, most people. This would make wake most people up in the morning. I've so I've made one like this. Um, I didn't use straight ground espresso. I just used instant coffee because it's what we had. But no, like. Uh, an iced Irish coffee is so good. Oh, sounds fantastic. But that also comes from a guy who prefers his coffee iced to to hot. I do too, though. Uh, so next up, also to quick touch on, all of these are coming from Town & Country Magazine, um, their list of the 15 best coffee drinks. Uh, so next we have the Hot Boozy Coffee. This one is, um, you know, it, it looks like it's pretty strong there on the booze. It's half a shot of brandy, half a shot of Grand Mariner, half a shot of Kahlua, four to five ounces of hot coffee, whipped cream, a half a teaspoon of sugar, and it's garnished with an orange peel. That's interesting to me. I never would have thought of garnishing coffee with orange and i'm a big orange fan grand marnier oh fair enough it does have an orange liqueur in it but even then i wouldn't think of going you know what would be really good with this orange i wouldn't drink this <laughs> just yeah, because of the I, grand marnier and the orange but i would drink it without the grand marnier and i'll try it with the orange peel garnishing it and then if i like that i'll try the grand marnier <laughs> I suppose that's fair. It doesn't sound bad per se, but it's kind of a weird combination. That orange really. It looks pretty. It does look pretty. 
the I get how it says the oils are going to come out and it will flavor the coffee, but like just weird. I just don't know if I want my coffee flavored with orange. That's that's my thing. Like I'd be more cool with like a little bit of lemon in it than I guess I would with orange. In your coffee? Why? Um, no particular reason. I don't really want either. <laughs> I prefer Good. like a cinnamon stick. Good answer. Sure, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, the next one is something I've never seen before, El Cafecito. It has dark rum. This looks delicious. Uh, Cuban coffee liqueur, half a dash of simple syrup, I think, and two dashes of bitter truth chocolate bitters. This sounds good, but there's no coffee in it. <laughs> I mean, it has coffee liqueur. This is truly a coffee liqueur drink. So, <laughs> oh boy, that one's a little weird. It sounds good, but it's like this is going to be like a strong drink, I think. It also looks like one that I will not have the ingredients for. No. Like, I'm, I'm never going to keep chocolate bitters on hand. Let's no. be honest here. <laughs> I have no use for those other than probably this. But maybe I'll have to find more uses for them. Maybe cooking or something. I could see myself using it with like cheesecakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next up we have the Winter Wonderland. Um, with its ha- uh, one and a half ounces of anchored distilling Christmas spirit. 0.5 ounces of espresso, a quarter of an ounce of Tempest Fujit Spirits Creme de Cacao. Okay, so a creme de cacao, and then a quarter ounce creme of a creme de mint, half an ounce of heavy cream, two dashes of Angostura bitters. Um, this sounds good. I mean, it sounds okay. It, this doesn't seem like one I'm going to race out to have. A chocolate mint. That's what it's. It, coffee chocolate mint. Yep. Which doesn't sound bad by any means to me. I think it's more the picture is what's turning me off. It doesn't look good. No, it's got this weird like floating hunk of fudge or chocolate or brown ice with peppermint or, on top. It definitely looks like brown ice. It definitely looks like brown ice. <laughs> um... <laughs> Which is the issue here. <laughs> it looks bad. <laughs> it's poorly focused. Town and country, get a better photographer for this one. That's from Pinterest, um, uh-huh. which explains a lot. Moving on. Yep. <laughs> this, one. this one. But it's a cafe drink with cognac, cherry liqueur. Cinnamon syrup and coffee. It sounds good, but um, kind of make that if you want, I guess. But it's like a, make a glass of coffee and then put cinnamon in it, cherry and cognac. Probably good, but you know, not. I'm like, it's nothing special. What I want to talk about is a Colorado Bulldog. Um, feel free to skip the next one if you don't want to do it either, Quinn, because these are you. But the Colorado Bulldog is uh, equal parts Kahlua, vodka, cream, and then you put uh, Coke on top. This is a popular drink, and my question is, to you, have you had a Colorado Bulldog first off? I have. Um, I've never ordered one for myself. I tried one that a friend ordered a while back, um, and 
I tried it simply for the fact that I thought it was going to be disgusting. And I was like, ah, I can't say it's awful until I try it. Tried it. Holy shit, it's good. Yeah. So a couple things with this drink is I, so obviously I'm bartending. So I've made, the, we have this on our menu quite a few times. I've made this. I just think it's interesting because we had someone, a lady at the bar a couple weeks ago, and I was like, okay, tell me how you like it. I've this is like only my second one I've ever made and our recipe calls for it to be made in a short typically people who order a Colorado Bulldog want it in a tall yep like I've a noticed Tom Collins that yeah they want it in a tall glass and uh, they want more coke in it to kind of it's something with the flavors she wants she wanted a little she I put too much cream in it which I put like we our recipe calls for like three ounces of cream so Equal parts of each would make more sense. And then more Coke in there to kind of mix the glass together. But the Coke always curdles with the cream and it bubbles on the top. So it never looks good, right? So I understand why you think it wouldn't be good, right? Because it never looks good. (laughs) No. So I always like look at it and I'm like, man, this looks terrible. But I've yet to try it and I really want to try it because it sounds without the Coke. Obviously, it would be good. Because it's just a white Russian. The Coke adds a whole new level to it. Because, like, the flavor of Coke is kind of caramely. And Mm -hmm. so that mixing in with the coffee flavor and the cream, you get a creamy coffee caramel. And, like, the the foam that's on the top of it, I'd describe that as, like, the foam from a root beer float. Really? Okay. Yep. Damn, that does sound good. I'm going to have to it's, try it next time. It's pretty good. It's not as good as a root beer float, but it's pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, obviously. <laughs> Afraid to move on. <laughs> uh, so the next one we're going to do is the Southern Limerick, um, which this one is a quarter ounce of Demerara sugar syrup. Uh, Demerar sugar is a much more rich sugar. It's generally primarily using cocktail making. Um, and someday we'll do an episode comparing, you know, types of sugars to make simple syrups and see if they're really, it matters that much. Mm-hmm. Um, three quarters of an ounce of Maletti, which I don't know what that is. And then three quarters of an ounce of rye whiskey, four ounces of cold brewed coffee. It looks so... I'll say one thing for sure. This is a dark drink. <laughs> and it looks so good. It's just got a beautiful head on it, which I like coffee with a little bit of that like silky head on top. Cause that, that's a sign of a good, like creamier coffee. Oh, this looks good. Interesting. So Meletti Amaro is a type of bitter liqueur. It's it's okay. a violet, saffron, caramel, and an array of spices. Ooh. It's subtly bitter and beautifully balanced, it says. Okay. So you get like floral and spice and uh, I, I want to try this drink. This feels like it could be good. Maybe is- with a espresso and a little bit of water maybe instead. More of an Americano type instead of brewed coffee. Yeah. That. Hmm. Or just go four ounces of espresso. Fuck it. Or, sure, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Does not sound normal, but sure. 
Our listeners know by now that I'm not normal. This is this is fair. This is fair. And yeah, this does sound good. But we'll move on to the next one here. It's a cold brew cabana, it's called. It's 1.5 parts uh dark anejo Puerto Rican rum. A fourth part cold brew, one half part of banana liqueur, three drops of ginger bitters, and a drop of vanilla extract. That sounds amazing. And why the hell would I have ginger bitters? Why? It sounds really interesting. All of those flavors mixing together sound super good. The dark, real, like Puerto Rican rum in there as a base. The cold brew, pulling out all the flavors of that rum and all the flavors of the coffee. It's the, the banana, banana undertone. That's what it's I get so on. weird. I don't want the banana in there, but I want to try like it, it because it has banana. See, I don't like bananas that much. I don't, I mean, I like, I'm mean, not going to go out and get bananas like on extra, but I'll eat them if they're there, right? Oh, my I don't have a problem bananas. with bananas. Oh, yeah, I don't have a problem with bananas. It's the and then you, the vanilla, the one drop of vanilla extract feels like it that, would be that's big. It. it really does, right? I mean, because I've drop never of vanilla extract is about as much as you could put in a drink that size. Yeah. And like, like, yeah. Oh, it sounds this sounds fantastic. It really I also want to play with this drink because, you know, from my background being a chef, I have a variety of different vanilla extracts from different types of vanilla bean and like mm. extraction method they all have different flavors i want to play around this sounds really good i do not think that um we could make it at all because of some of the because of all the things it has in it that we don't really have um, but wait, um we could find the only thing i think is going to be hard is finding ginger bitters which I'm assuming that we would just have to order online. Yeah. Because I know we can find banana liqueurs. Work too. And Interesting. Interesting. I have Añejo classical rums. Actually, I have Do a you? rum. Fuck. Man, maybe you'll have to make it. I guess. <laughs> Better go find some ginger bitters. <laughs> Um, so the next one, I apologize if I don't pronounce this right. I think it's Italian, uh, Affogato Martini, which uh, this looks pretty good. So it's an ice cream one, two ounces of vanilla vodka, um, half an ounce of creme de cacao, ounce of Kahlua, and then a scoop of ice cream on top. Yes, I don't, I don't, I don't see where you go wrong with this other than maybe the vanilla vodka. This is good. Um, but. Oh, vodka, vodka go. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not vanilla vodka with vanilla ice? Like it, it just it all sounds good. I agree. This is a good one. This is your dessert drink after you finish, right? Yeah. If I don't have the makings of a grasshopper, <laughs> slash, don't want to use the blender. Exactly. I think it's the don't want to use the blender part because it's mostly the, blender. the don't want to use a blender part. <laughs> The next one on our list is a hot white Russian, which sounds super good. 
uh, two and a half cups of freshly brewed coffee. So you're like a whole thing of coffee. Mm. You put in half a cup of heavy cream, half a cup of Kahlua or flavored flavored liqueur, fourth cup of vodka, or to taste heavy whipping cream for garnish if you desire. Interesting. I don't know. And again, this makes a couple of them, not Russian, one serving. But... <laughs> one serving, Quinn. Oh God! Don't come at my life. <laughs> The, it sounds good. I don't know why you wouldn't just have a a white or black Russian on its own, but this does sound good. Yeah. Yeah. I, so it doesn't so much sound like it's a hot white Russian to me. It does also, it wouldn't be a white Russian, really. I don't know. It It just seems like a Irish coffee with vodka instead of whiskey, which I guess is... Fine, I'll accept the name. <laughs> uh, the one I actually want to move to is the Siciliano, which again, sure, yeah. garnished with an orange peel. I'm going to have to try this. Um, so You're it's insane. two ounces of a sweet vermouth, uh, one and a half ounces of Amaro, one and a half ounces of cold brew, and then one ounce of simple syrup with club soda and garnished with an orange peel. This one I wanted to touch on because it does two things that I think are interesting. Putting club soda in it, I wouldn't have thought to do that. No. And then the orange, which again, interesting to me. Two ounces of sweet vermouth. Yes. When the base of this drink is is sweet vermouth. vermouth. What the fuck? <laughs> Which I think is why the club soda is in there because it's going to make that a lot more aromatic. It's also going to water down the sweet vermouth, which thank God what? it's two ounces of sweet and not dry. Fuck. This is insane. It's an Italian Who drink. Bases? They use a lot more vermouth. Bases a drink in vermouth. Lots of Italian cocktails use a lot of vermouth. From my knowledge, don't take that as a uh, like rule of law. <laughs> that is psychotic. <laughs> so I assume this isn't one for you. No, I mean I would try it if you made it. Now we were hanging out just to know what it tastes like, but to base a drink on sweet vermouth is batshit insane. <laughs> And I'm actually going to move down to coffee old fashioned at the end of our list for our last last one. Like, I really wanted you to do this one, but fuck the drink above it because that's. I agree. And I wanted to do this one for sharing it. (laughs) So we can share this. You can explain it after I get through the. Everything for it. So it's a double shot of espresso that you have to make room temperature. So you have to make the espresso and then wait until it's. It's back to room temperature instead of hot. You put an ounce of bourbon or rye whiskey in it, a fourth ounce of simple syrup, a dash of bitters, and a one one inch peel of lemon. And you put it in a shaker, stir it in the shaker for some God knows reason for 30 seconds, strain it over a glass with ice in it, and then you twist that lemon in and rub it around the edge. My favorite part about this, Quinn, is it is made at an espresso shop without alcohol. 
So the recipe was created. There was no alcohol in it to start. They were just like, fuck it. Let's make an old fashioned with coffee <laughs> and then serve it to people with no booze. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. And so it includes a dash of pie charts bitters, which, um, Hey town and country mag. If you're listening to this, uh, the link that you have, it takes me to eBay. Uh, for an Elizabeth and James black silk strap with dress size zero. Um, so, uh, no way. Thanks. Oh that was helpful. God, it does. <laughs> yep. I, I, I was like, oh, weird. Why was Kayla looking at this? Okay. Whatever. Closing the tab, click on the, the, hyperlink again to open it up and find out what this tastes like and go, oh, it tastes like a dress <laughs> um but so the taste of it is a lot different than angostola bitters uh it tastes more like an anise or an absinthe or like a black licorice kind of flavor it adds interesting and uh, <gasps> once again town and country make fix your sight Get better the layers to this drink. Better links. <laughs> oh my, my fucking god! Did you click on the bourbon link? No. What's the bourbon link? Sends you to Pappy Van Winkle as if you would ever mix Pappy into anything. God damn it! Most expensive <laughs> bourbon ever produced. Not only Pappy Van Winkle, but the most expensive <laughs> Pappy Van Winkle. That's what we recommend you mix. We would oh like you to make this drink with $25,000 bourbon. Now I'm just, I keep going. I'm just going to click on some of these other links and see what else I can find. <laughs> um, I'm interested why it's not, why it's stirred in a bar shaker instead of just shaken in the bar shaker, um, which is probably just hearsay. It doesn't really uh, matter. Stirring in a bar shaker will water it down less than shaking it. If you shake it, you're going to really? break up those ice chunks, which is going to cause it to water down the drink more, which um, fan theory, that's why James Bond wanted his martinis shaken, not stirred, uh, like I've said before, so that they had a lower alcohol, like overall level. Interesting. Very interesting. We've used Town & Country Mag here and there, and this is the funniest one we found on this Um this Those website for sure. Flame. It's at the end. It's probably because it's at the end. There's a reason. So. <laughs> no, a coffee old fashioned is something that I think Quinn will definitely, definitely try. Uh, not, uh, not necessarily dead on this recipe, but definitely going to make it. And this one garnishes with a lemon peel. Not orange. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, you put lemon peel in an old-fashioned, don't you? Not yeah, lemon I guess. Yeah. I'm a believer okay. in Well, lemon's a better choice, I agree, 100%. But in this, I think lemon's the better choice. Well, I think that's going to be all we have today. We, um, we overdid it, as usual, so we will talk about coffee liqueur on a different episode. <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> And that will be also a good episode. But thank you guys so much for listening today. It's been a wonderful episode. 
have you on with us. Definitely go out and try some of those coffees that we um, we offered up. They're fantastic, and I think you will definitely like them. And again, as every week we say, the number is 1-800-662-HELP, 1-800-662-4357. If you or a loved one is dealing with any alcoholism-related problems, Quinn, it's been a great episode. It's a great day outside. Let's uh, have a great rest of our day, and hopefully everybody listening does as well. See ya.